this week on Tea with Queen and Jay, why Bill Maher was never invited to the cookout, that scandal monologue and black women out of context, and nice white folks, are you raising little white supremacists or nah? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. We're recording live from the 36 Chambers today. You are, I'm not. Oh, I am. <laughs> I am. Sorry. Sorry. No, nothing about those chambers. I'm recording live from the 36 Chambers of Shaolin today. Okay. Okay. Where are you recording from? I guess Bonfire Radio, Yeah, right? Bonfire Radio <laughs> Studios. We record every week. Oh, okay. Sorry. I saw Wu-Tang live yesterday, so it's 36 Chambers for the rest of the week. Okay. My bad. I guess. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, welcome to Tea with Queen yes, and Jay. Yes, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two, two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. I am Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Bitches. Um, so if you would like to follow the conversation of this podcast. Yes, you can. Use the hashtag Tea with QJ on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're social media-ing. And yes. we will see it. We will retweet it. We will repost it. We will comment. We will like that shit. Except for if you're on Reddit, I don't go there. Who is doing? Why do you keep bringing up Reddit? <laughs> Are people like say, talking about us on Reddit? I don't know. You could just end up on Reddit and not know. One of my tweets ended up on Reddit before, and mm-hmm. I was like, "How did this happen?" I don't. I don't, know. I don't understand it's Reddit. Weird. Do you understand Reddit at all? I oh, just okay. always called it white Tumblr. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, <laughs> that works. Know. Well, if you want to white Tumblr, us, you can do that too. <laughs> hashtag T with QJ. We will see it eventually. You can hashtag us on Tumblr too. Hold on, my hair is stuck in here. All right. All right. Are you good? Yeah. Is you it going to happen again? Do you need to move that? No, I, I went in there. So oh. I'm going to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Okay. But yeah, you could also hashtag us on Tumblr. I've never yeah. checked that. Let's do that. Let's start checking that. Okay. That's, you could do that. I know. That was, yeah. That's why. Yeah. All right. Um, also, if you want to donate and support the growth of this podcast, you can hit up our donation links, our PayPal. You can hit us on PayPal.com and you can donate any amount, how, no matter how big or how small. We will take it and appreciate that shit. Not PayPal.com. Uh, PayPal.me slash T with Q. Hey, there you go. I was going to get there, but I appreciate you. Um, also, we have a Patreon campaign. If you want to subscribe to our Patreon, we have said that if all of our listeners donate $2 a month to our Patreon, we will be fucking set and we'll be able to do the shit that we need to do. Um, so thank you to everyone who has already done that. If you want to do that, you can hit our Patreon at patreon.com slash um speaking of donations we got donations last week we got donations i like that (laughs) uh and we want to give those people libations what are libations libations when we pour one for the homies when we pour one for people we love when we pour them for the things that bring us black joy um those are libations yeah so some of our donation libations this week are verilyn hey libations to verilyn thank you so much she hit our paypal we appreciate you i ran into her at um dance africa bazaar okay i don't know why i keep getting stuck in here do you need to move it all right what were we doing libations um 
also tamika upped her patreon donation to five dollars a month oh. yeah so she had already subscribed to our patreon and she decided to hit us up with five dollars so thank dope. you so Thanks, much tamika. and the homie sean also donated to our patreon so thank you so much for that cool so that was exciting um speaking of libations so i went to gov ball mm-hmm. this weekend it was fucking amazing okay um i had a great fucking time i love like just a day where you could just be outside you know what i'm saying and like be in a safe well i don't know if i would call it safe but just be like in a contained environment just enjoying like decent weather fucking being outside uh-huh. eating a fucking icy you know what i'm saying yeah. So I had a good time. Um, I got to see, who did I see? I saw Danny Brown, mm-hmm. which was dope. And I saw Ray Strummerd, and then I saw Wu-Tang or whatever. So that was really cool. I enjoyed, I had, did a good fucking mosh pit situation, uh-huh. which was great. I love that shit. Um, yeah, she loves those things. It's good to get energy out, She's yo. She's always looking for mosh pits. I'm like, <laughs> Did you, like, for me, I've seen so many people, like, get jumped and shit in my Right, head. so that's the that thing. That is like, mm-mm. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, no it's, I'm not going to hop into every pit. You know what I'm saying? If I don't see a person of color in the pit, chances are I'm not going to do it at all. Um, but, gonna, yeah, when I when I got to the Danny Brown show, it was really, really packed. Gov Ball tends to be mostly white folks. So I was there. I was like, I know this is going to turn into, like, a mosh pit situation. I need to find other black people. So as everybody was gathering, as I was, like, making my way through, I was by myself, which was kind of a perfect situation. I was making my way through the crowd. I was like, I need to find, like, black folks, like, together. And I found these two black girls. So shout out to them. Uh Aaliyah. Sorry. Aaliyah and Jen. Uh Um, Yeah. And so we were just there trying to survive together. There was a moment when i thought i was gonna die i can't mosh in white space it was it was it's a challenge it's a challenge it's not something that i again it's, it's not something it's i would have done do if there different. were no like hip-hop moshes are very there. different from like very different rock moshes but also and this was still a hip-hop yeah mosh, but right? yeah but those are still white people and they moshed like that definitely like it's a cultural difference as yes. to how we mosh i agree I i'm agree. good on their mosh yeah. Like, it was a, it was a good amount of people of color though in the Danny Brown pit that I was in. Yeah, so, no, you found a place. I had to. As soon as I got there, I was like, oh, this is not gonna work. So I was like working my way through the crowd, like how am I gonna like navigate this or whatever. Just in ter- it just goes back to like the cultural differences in terms of like how we relate to space. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Respecting one another's space, space and like putting hands on each other a certain way and like I feel like black folks like life is hard enough and people are putting their hands on us and like taking advantage and like there's no value for our bodies Bodies and our space as is so i feel like there's a certain type of respect in a black mosh pit or in a pit where there is a good amount of people of color to help with that energy you know what i'm saying i feel that we don't generally aggressively touch each other right. unless it has to be we're not trying to an aggressive thing exactly that's exactly like if that's i aggressively I touch you it's because i need to aggressively yeah. touch you yeah so that yeah. i don't we don't do that in play generally yeah so that's why yeah so i felt like I in, in, in in the pit with like pe- folks of color i didn't feel like anybody was really trying to elbow somebody Ex- in the face and no exactly, shit like that we're yeah. just having a good time we're jumping around we are pushing and there's a certain amount of aggression but it wasn't like nobody was about to like punch my teeth out so i appreciate it yeah that yeah shit. it's different it's very different. yeah 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 so that was cool um uh the ray strummer set there was like it was just those kids i'm obsessed with them and we mm-hmm. need to protect them it was just like straight like i know people we were talking about this earlier like the different types of hip-hop yeah and 
how you, what did you say? The old heads that like to um the, the old purists who just want you to like wrap around wrap a, around a, a, a steel drum of fire, drum of fire yeah. with a bubble coat yeah, on. That was fucking hilarious. Like you barely wash your fucking face. Right, right, like, right. Like there's a time and place for that type of hip hop. It's not at a governor's ball show. At you all. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I definitely appreciated their energy. They were there two years ago and one of them like was climbing on something and, and busted, fell and yeah, bust, broke his one. whole leg open. Um so it was nice to see them there. That was fucking lit. And then Wu Tang. Wu Tang was more of that uh standing around the dumpster fire yeah. rapping, which was cool. There was a moment when I don't love hip hop enough, I think, for that. Um it was Wu Tang. No, yeah, you love Wu Tang. Like yeah. no, but it's like rappers like that who don't really do any much on stage, mm-hmm. the fans are there because they love the shit out of them True. or they really love the True. music. Me, I need you to be doing shit. I'm come yeah. for a performance. Right, I need right, to right, see right, a performance. Right, right. It was such a well because there's so many of them. It is. It does end up being kind of a performance to an extent. But yeah, the energy is like a totally different vibe and energy. Um, Meth and Red came out and did whatever their popular song was. That was another mosh pit situation, which was good. It was just so interesting to see the different types of performers and like the different types of energy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that comes with that because everybody was excited to see Wu Tang, but it wasn't like we wasn't about to. It wasn't like that mosh pit excitement, yeah. even though there were opportunities for that, like that meth and red thing. That's like a, a clear. But meth and red had that kind of energy. That's what they do. Yeah. yeah, that's their thing. It's just interesting because I never really thought about it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you bump me, let's just mosh. I'm like ready for it at any moment. Yeah. But just like to think about how it, you have this crowd of like thousands of people excited to see these eight dudes like stand up and do that kind of like around the garbage pill hip hop type yeah. shit you know what I'm saying yeah. Um, and like there was a moment when Meth was about to start that song with Redman where he's like oh feel free to start a mosh pit if you want to but it was just interesting to me that like he kind of did have to say that yeah. you know what I'm saying because everybody wasn't there for that so it kind of also served as a warning for people who were like not expecting that yeah. to like go down you know mm-hmm. what I mean um, but it was great my wig survived the mosh okay mm-hmm. so that was good I was I was proud of myself for the number of pins that I had put in it so that was cool <laughs> um, how many pins did you put in your wig to prep for my five five only because it's the same amount because oh, i just okay. i'm down i you know you never know what's gonna happen in new york right so i just pin it enough all all the time mm-hmm. um so that was fine uh of course at GovBall, there are thousands of white teenagers many of whom have never interacted with a black person before so that was, this was their weekend to like speak to black people and say hi to black folks and like Ask them about their hair. And so I got a lot of that. Yeah, I was just making a face. I got mm. a lot of that. I got a lot of, I love your hair, which is nice, which was nice, you know, okay. Um, I, I got, my hair was pulled by a dude at the Danny Brown. Are you fucking serious? Yep, yep, yep. I turned around and I asked him what the fuck his problem was. He was, he looked like maybe he was like 15 or whatever. Um, that sounds and, like a stupid dare. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I turned around and asked him what his problem was. He's like, oh, I thought it was a wig. I was like, and if it was a wig, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you touching me? What is wrong with you? And so his friends around him were like, oh, uh, he's sorry. He's real stupid. Da, 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 da. So we went 
well, it wasn't a back and forth. I just berated him for like, you know, a solid minute or whatever. But I mean, it was good that at least his friends were checking him. I remember years ago in similar spaces like that where mm-hmm. it would just be a bunch of like fucking scary looking white teenagers just doing whatever and being unchecked. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I will say that while there was a lot of, I find groups of young white men to be a threat to me oftentimes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So while there was that still a little bit there seemed to be maybe one would hope it just seemed like there were also kids who were like not trying to be a dick you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we're like open to being challenged for being a dick um so yeah there was that this other dude who was a grown-ass man asked me if he could touch my he was like oh i love your hair i said thank you can i touch it i said no but thank you so much motherfucker asked me four more times come on can i touch it come on what can i i just please i've said no go away it was just you know stuff like that so this message is for white folks uh we've talked about the hair thing before but also those people don't listen to our show no they don't but i'm saying make sure like that your kids make sure your kids are not harassing black folks you know maybe you don't live in a neighborhood where there's a lot of other black kids maybe these are conversations you have didn't think you had to talk to your kids about or whatever but like make sure your kids are not out there being a terror to black folks you know what i'm saying like no means no in in all situations like yeah. you can't don't i meant to make people me. feel uncomfortable so i would have just said something to make them uncomfortable um, like my comeback has been for when white people have to touch my hair like mm-hmm. can I touch your skin and they're like mm-hmm. I don't have white skin I don't know what that's like right, right, and they're right, like right, right. and then you know I feel fine yeah. but you know how that's how I am right. you make me feel uncomfortable I'm gonna right, make you feel uncomfortable right. I just generally I just want the situation to go away unless so there was the guy who who asked to touch my hair five times he was in passing it was no reason for him to still stand there mm-hmm. at the concert where I was by myself of sorts it was like we're oh, gonna different. be standing yeah, here or whatever so let me ch- it was actually a girl pulled my hair too so this happened to me twice i forgot about her because i turned around and gave her the death stare long after her and her friends apologized i just stared at them for like a really long time um and that i guess ended or whatever they just left they shrunk and left but um yeah it was it was uh interesting but anyway, libations to everybody that I met at GovBall. That's I cool. Had, I had a really good time. Glad you had a great time. Yeah, I can't wait for Afropunk where I can like actually like mosh and, and no one touches up, your and hair. Nobody fucking is touching and pulling my hair without like getting, I thought a, about like, getting jumped afterwards by I a bunch of strangers. I thought about the last Afropunk we went to, and remember those two random white people who came dressed like um, indigenous people, and we was like, "What the fuck yep. are they doing here?" I do remember that. Why are they here? I don't know why I thought about I them do the remember, other day. I but felt like they came to make us angry chico leo had given me that uh weed cookie and i was almost dead so i didn't have the energy but i feel like that was this that year, day that was, i don't remember which day I that just was remember, that day why the fuck are they here this that is was, not what this festival does yeah that was that day and i feel like this year i will have the energy to just like we can jump them you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it won't be a memory it'll be like oh remember the time we attacked those maybe we people? should scalp them <laughs> yeah right we can do that that's how we attack those people who challenged our safety at afropunk yeah we can we can just just go for it stop challenging people's safeties at their festivals yeah. don't pull black people's hair don't, don't do come dressed as indigenous people don't, to afropunk don't don't, like, don't don't the fuck don't um <laughs> you ready to get into the show yeah let's get into the show all right cool 
Yo, I just what? realized I didn't say what tea I was drinking. What are you drinking? I am drinking ginger tea today. All right. And Jay is cheating. I think she's drinking coffee. No, guys. I'm not. That's a chai latte. Oh, shit. Yes, that's a chai latte. I did need to have that coffee feeling because my whole body after moshing it feels like i ran a marathon like a fucking 25 mile it's the only exercise you gotta start stretching had. before these things and after i've started stretching because at my friend's wedding is in july okay we plan to have a it's in oakland we plan mm-hmm. to have an east coast west coast dance battle yes and um and she told me that i was like i gotta start stretching yeah. because yeah. it's a battle i gotta win I like, like they're gonna get served so gonna, i gotta it's gonna be clumping Huh? Or is it crunky? I don't know something? what the fuck they do the over there. For some reason, they think that they're going to beat us New Yorkers. Right, right, And right. Um, nah. Okay. So she rounds us up like, hey, they think they're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Be ready. Is her fiance from Oakland? Yes. Oh, that's fun. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> so I've, I started stretching because okay. the next day I will die. I want to see pictures and stuff. I'm ready sure, for sure. it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So today I wanted to talk about... Um, Okay, so I'm on the Twitters, and um, I've come across this article on the New York Times um, written by Barry Michael. And um, the title of the article, which kind of annoyed me, but I'll read it to you guys um, and explain why it annoyed me a little bit, was um, The Fashion Outlaw, 25 years after luxury label sued his Harlem boutique out of existence, Gucci, Gucci looked to him for inspiration. Hmm. Um, Interesting. The fashion outlaw they are referring to is Dapper Dan of Harlem, who has his long history of ha- in Harlem of um, creating fashion pieces with the print of like luxury brands. So it'd be like Gucci mm-hmm. or right. um, Louis Vuitton or Burberry, and then he'll recreate them into some something else yeah, that some... does not look like Lucci, Lucci, Gucci, 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 <laughs> Gucci, Burberry. Might as well be Gucci, Gucci. Right? You put Louis like Vuitton and Gucci together. Yes, yes. Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Fendi. Like it doesn't. It's nothing that it's they would do. Flavor. It's kind of like its own Harlem street remix flavor. Like mm-hmm. it's it's black shit. It's our right, shit right. or whatever. So. um the reason why this article was written is because there was a z- design that he made for a sprinter, an Olympic sprinter named Diane Dixon, and it was made with a Louis Vuitton print, and it's like a jacket with like these balloon, um, really big balloon sleeves and this fur and like all of this stuff. So this jacket was made in 1989. Somehow Gucci kind of made the same thing, but it just has a Gucci print instead of the Louis Vuitton print that Dapper Dan originally and had. this is done recently? Recently. Right. But also, those luxury brands have a history of then swagger jacking Dapper Dan. They've yeah, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. So, um, she noticed it. So, she took a picture of herself and that and like put it on her Instagram and was like, give credit to Dapper Dan. He did this first. And... To give more context, Dapper Dan Boutique, which was in Harlem for a very long time, was basically sued out of existence because of all of these luxury brands. Mm. They sued the shit out of him. So his boutique closes, but you're in turn 20 years later stealing his shit. Right, right, right. Which is something, like I said, that they've been doing instead of just hiring him to do the work instead of like hiring us for our labor yeah they're like oh no we don't need him to do this we'll just copy everything we'll sue him Mm -hmm. so he can't 
do what he does mm-hmm. or do his, do what he does on a scale right. of what she was doing it, but still steal his shit. Mm-hmm. But right now, since we're in the social media age, it's mad easy to check yeah. them, to check these motherfuckers. Because as soon as um, Diane Dixon seen a picture, she was mm-hmm. like, nah, this mm-hmm. was done already, 1989, like, give credit to where it's due. Right. So now that this has happened and that Twitter, um, social media, like, put Gucci on blast, now they're in talks with Dapper Dan I guess oh, to yeah. Now they're in talks. Oh, really? Why didn't y'all talk to him before? Really? Why did y'all? Why did these brands? Because it's not just Gucci. Well, in this instance, it's specifically Gucci, but a lot of these luxury brands sued the shit out of him mm-hmm. for his shit. Mm-hmm. But like we said before, we know that they were using his shit. So mm-hmm. it's like now you're in talks. Like twenty something years later, right. now you want to sit down at the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to hear about talks. I want to cut that man a check. Cut him a check. He needs back pay. Cut him a check. Give him back pay because there's no way that he was cut. He wasn't cutting into their business at all. He was creating his own shit. He was for creating the demographic that y'all don't fucking cater to right. or care about or right. care for. And and back then, as wealthy black artists began to repurpose fashion labels and like make it fresh for us they talked bad about us all the time that's not who that's 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 not not the customer that we're targeting that's not instead of like appreciating our dollar it's never been appreciated so when we started to do our own thing and see that's the thing with white supremacy is that they have to gut everything that's ours anything that we do in order to maintain the structure of like us being on the bottom that capitalist white supremacist patriarchy shit or whatever somebody has to be on the bottom and so it wasn't enough for them to just steal his designs because because mm. they were getting away with that yeah. right it wasn't but they were stealing to get steal away designs. we have to sue you out of existence exactly so that you don't even exist to create the things on the scale of what you're doing it mm-hmm. so that the people who were coming to you before now have to come to me mm-hmm. like they have to like what other options do they have mm-hmm. and i know he still operated because i've as a a lot of my teen years i was around him a lot mm-hmm. but i didn't know who he was mm-hmm. like he was just like dap i right. didn't know him as like the dapper dan mm-hmm. so he was still doing his shit but it was like in the basement of his brownstone not at his huge i didn't know how huge his boutique was and mm-hmm. stuff until like my mom was like nah like he nah you you wanted something done you went to dapper dan mm-hmm. and like that was it and then right. i started googling and i seen like yo this man had a big ass Boutique in Harlem, like, mm-hmm. shit, that's like a lot of rich history there that a lot of people don't even know about because these fucking luxury brands came and sued him. And now there's a black business that's not even operating on the scale that it was right. before. It's just like annoying. And it, it adds to what you said about how patriarchy, capitalism, white supremacy is just like make sure that there's people on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, let's kill his, let's not just steal from him, let's make it so he can't make money. Mm-hmm. And then we steal all his customers, right. basically, is right. what all of that is. Right. And it's just, like, fucking disgusting. Like you said, we need more than talks. Mm-hmm. This man needs retro pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nope. So I don't know. I just had lots of weird feelings about that and wanted to talk about that mm-hmm. here. Um, we talk often about how things are appropriated or about how things are... Um, yeah, most like usually on a scale of um, appropriation, mm-hmm. but like this is like actually people stealing, like right. straight up stolen, mm-hmm. like and it's it's crazy, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, some would argue that Dap was stealing, um, but he was making that shit like his own. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. making it our own and making it something that, and he valued our business. He valued our business, and for me, it wasn't stealing because it was like you were not 
catering to these customers anyway. Right. Where were these people now who are able to um, afford mm-hmm. Gucci, Louis Vuitton, whatever? If they went in their store, you would have treated them like shit anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is how I was supposed to do it. We have to fubu everything we fucking do because right. you don't want us in your spaces. So like, and then, so like I'm a famous entertainer or I'm this big drug dealer who could afford this shit now. Like, I don't, why do I have to go to Fifth Avenue now? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the same thing. They they want to make sure that we are dependent on them and their things. Right. Like him being an option, I don't even have to go over there to get the shit I want. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fucking go, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. So for me, it's not like, like he was like Robin Hood and y'all shit. <laughs> like mm-hmm. y'all didn't want us to have y'all shit. No. Nope. At all. Nope. Libations to drop it in. Word. He was in what you call it really briefly. What's Luke that? Cage? Yeah. I remembered. I didn't want to shout it out because I didn't want to bring it. <laughs> you know? Like, but, really, really but I enjoyed creepy. that moment. There were a lot of little gems that I enjoyed. Even that comedy skit that we played at the end of last <laughs> week's episode. <laughs> I am not a nigga. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't finish that series. Yeah, yeah. I finished it. I did not. I'll never get that time back. Did you, um, did you finish watching Scandal? Yes, I did. Okay. I still have to watch. I think I, I'm I think. still in like the second, the first part of the season finale. Uh-huh. Um, but there's been a lot of talk over a monologue that uh, I believe Mama the character. Mama, Mama Pope. I think her character's name is, is it Maya? It I doesn't don't matter. Know. But yeah, Olivia's mom, Mama Pope. I wish, what's the actor's name who who plays her? I don't know. Because she, her, um, the work that she's had done on her face is legendary. I need and I to what who, who who's yeah. yeah. Every time I watch, I'm like, who's her doctor? Yeah. Because yeah. this is usually plastic surgery to me. I don't care what race you are. It t- tends to give everyone the same face. Right. She's the only one who has a different one. Yeah, her face. <laughs> so she is the same actor who played um, that woman in um, CB4. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she yeah. was like the, the video vixen. I remember her face. Movie. Right, right, right. That and time. then she was on one of the CSIs or something like that. Yeah, she was like one of the, what is what is the forensic scientist, I think, okay. in on yes, one of those CSI yeah. shows or whatever. And she looks younger now than she did then. I just want to know who the doctor is. I like I the work. I'm not a fan of the work. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it being a different face because I feel like. <laughs> plastic surgeons copy and paste the same right. face on everyone you can right, be right, right, black right. white mm-hmm. east asian yeah. i don't know they give all of them the same right, fucking face right, right. so i appreciate the fact that she was like no bitches i will look like this mm-hmm. and not like the rest of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so i appreciate yeah that. i just i just like that she doesn't look like she doesn't really have plastic surgery face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's and I guess that's the face that you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so Mama Pope gave this, and she looked great before. I, I feel like it sounded like I was trying to say that she looks better. She doesn't necessarily look better, but the work that she had, it doesn't make her look like that plastic face. surgery. Like that copy like and paste got, face yeah, that all yeah, of them yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, They got rid of like whatever bags she used to have under her eyes or whatever. And, you know, it's not plastic surgery face. So, Candy Alexander. That's her. That's the actor's name, Candy Alexander. Okay. So, anyway, so there was a lot of talk on the social medias and the black Twitters about this monologue about that this she gave. Amazing monologue. Yeah. Yes, girl. 
and I hadn't seen it when the episode aired. Right. We both hadn't seen it when mm-hmm. the episode aired. Mm-hmm. So, like, the streets were telling us yeah. that this monologue was happening. Right. And then... And then we watched it. Can you play that clip? Yeah, that's played it. Yeah. Damn shame. I tell you, being a black woman, be strong, they say. Support your man. Raise a man. Think like a man. Well, damn, I got to do all that. <laughs> Who's out here working for me? Carrying my burden, building me up when I get down. Nobody. Black women out here trying to save everybody. And what do we get? Swagger jacked by white girls wearing cornrows and bamboo earrings. Ain't that a bitch? But we still try. <sighs> try to help all y'all. Even when we get nothing. Is that admirable or ridiculous? I don't know. I know me sitting here is ridiculous when I could be helping, but you don't want my help. You want to do it all by yourself. Mr. Big Strong Black Man. God forbid you let a sister like me help you out. No, you don't want that. Don't let me put you on my back when you fall. Wipe the crust out of your eyes. Put a pep back in your step. Because when we do, you resent us for making you better, smarter, strong. Then drop us so you can be with someone basic. Someone without all that baggage you left us with. But we still try. That's why I'm here. Trying and saving and trying to save like we do. Here I am. Admirable or ridiculous? Baby, you tell me. Okay. Yeah. So, can, can I start? Yeah. All right. Quiet. Yeah. So here's here's my thing with this. It's really the context, right? It's, so yeah. everything that she said makes sense to me, but the context, it was like they were having sandwiches, and then all of a sudden she's doing a monologue on everything that Black women have talking about, been talking about in general, but also like very much been reflected on Black Twitter. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it just seemed like. Like, it, I would have liked it if we had, like, if there was some build-up to this moment. It was like... There was no build-up. Yeah, Mama If you Pope, don't watch Scandal, there was no, no build-up build to this. Up. This moment comes out of nowhere. Nowhere. Mama Pope has been minding her business, being, like, an international fucking spy, spy. terrorist kind of person or whatever, like she's been doing, okay? They decide that, oh, she must be the one who's trying to kill whoever's being tried to be killed right now. <laughs> and we got to arrest her. They arrest her. She sits she's, down. She's chained to a table. And we haven't arms. heard shit from her all season. No. And this is the monologue. And it's like, it's like, it seems like the way that they set it up, I, there had been no um, discussion of like her mental health, I think, before. And the way that they present this discussion and some of the other things that she's going through in there, it seems like she's having some sort of mental breakdown, which speaks to the way that they people look at black, black women, women anyway like, as like we are we're just crazy and the things that we're saying even she's saying all this stuff that makes sense to us but she's doing it in a way that looks like she's having a mental breakdown and like i don't need that i don't need more of that shit i don't need that and then it's like all of the all the things she says real things things we've said on this show right right but the way they presented it 
presented it is in a way of which we have been saying we don't want to be presented right. as an afterthought because this yeah. was just thrown in like make sure you say some black woman like they shit. had no time to yeah like no like nothing just threw it in there for whatever reason mm-hmm. um so to troll us yes to troll us it's like an afterthought then it's like like you said like a crazy angry black woman for no right. reason right. there's no we have no reason there's to no know why she feels this shit. way mm-hmm. what 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 adds up to this if you're a person who's not a black woman why would you even understand what the fuck is happening? Why should you understand a black woman? Right. Why should you understand why she feels this way? Why mm-hmm. should you understand her pain? Like all of that, what they were trying to do in that monologue, they did the complete yeah. opposite. Built no context. No sense. Like, why are we here already? Did, the the whole time happening? I was watching, I was like, wait, did we establish that she has a mental health issue? Did we establish like what's been established here for this monologue to be happening here at this point? And in then this it's moment? like you could be thinking that she's having a mental breakdown because there's no fucking context. Right. You think she's fucking being crazy. She yeah. could probably not be being crazy in this yeah. moment, but because there's no context as to why she feels this way and it mm-hmm. looks irrational and out of place mm-hmm. now she looks fucking crazy and that's yeah. how we always are presented in media as black women and then right. you do this right it kind of goes back this to what we were saying weird. Yeah. and i don't get why y'all was coming off this shit this was not something so, to orgasm over i, was I don't to, understand right. that so i have two things i want to say it go it played one it plays into what we were talking about about um black women being the new black and like that's we're popping right popping now right so let's now. make sure we yes. you know you know that scandal likes to include all they like to get they do they troll us a little bit yeah. and it's fun and it's cute sometimes mm-hmm. um but they like to like give us a little bit of what we've been talking about on black twitter yeah. and in general and these are like general like black women issues that have been happening since the beginning of time um but they are particularly hot in the social media space right yes. now right so there's a little bit of that trolling just because or pushing black women issues forward just like because um and again this would have been fine if there was some context Context. it was context the other thing about it about people like kind of jizzing off of this is that we like to see our voices reflected on screen and i think that a lot of us are still unfamiliar as to where we can good places to find and hear our voice you know what i'm saying like i have there are things that there are podcasts that i listen to that i really like where i can hear my voice there are maybe um different web series that like black owned and produced and created shit that i look to for that shit i don't need to see that shit on scandal in a randomly placed randomly put together it you know sloppily kind of, I, I don't need it there i didn't understand what was happening to me right when i was watching it i was right. like wait what's happening black girl man wait what i didn't yeah. understand right then she dropped the black girl yeah, magic thing like, it was like a lot uh, of things i was what, like oh they're fucking trolling what us is now happening? they're trolling right. us now now it was, it was i was really really confused mm-hmm. and then to give context to my confusion i had had a talk with um this guy at work um white man who was like we we watched scandal so he was like i don't understand why some of the monologues happen on scandal that happened and i um, right. was like what do you mean and he's like have you seen the, the finale i'm like no mm-hmm. he's like okay i won't say anything so now I'm, when i'm watching it i'm like i like if i was lost mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then right. he white man was yeah. like what the fuck is i usually enjoy happening? i enjoy a random like them yo those papa pope monologues i don't care where they come from we've had enough context with his character i feel yeah, like that we he that could do he that could say anything but right now that's common in tv men it. get context we've we've right, had this conversation right, on this podcast right, right. on this podcast before where black women aren't given enough 
content mm-hmm. um context as to why they feel the way right. they feel why they've arrived to the places that they feel and there are times where i feel like for me this is the first time i feel uncomfortable about it because mm-hmm. i didn't know where hers is coming from usually i create you my create own context own, which i think is hilarious i always just create and my awesome. own because i know right. her that's a black woman and i know her right this was right. the time where i was the i was, first, like, I was so disconnected what, what is you doing <laughs> I was so disconnected. I can't even create my own context yeah, for yeah. this because it was just like so not about I feel like, black women, yeah, I think. Ex- it wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't about us at Yo, all. all we so I couldn't even make up minutes. context like I usually yeah. do because this was not about us. Five more minutes of story. Five more minutes of context. Even less than that. Give me some more. Show me some flashes of some other shit. Yeah. Give me give me something. It was just all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, they could have back to something. Anything. All uh, of a sudden, we're doing this monologue on, like, the state of, like, black women and how we are neglected, abused, and put to the side in a neglectful, abusive, and <laughs> throw me to the, the side, side kind of way. It was, it was, it it was, was really, really weird. Disgusting. It was weird. I haven't heard shit from this lady all season. And all then she's gonna, season. I'm going to see her. And, this and is I was what excited we're doing. to see her. But, me too. But she was like, oh shit, she's back. I, I've enjoyed, and then I enjoyed what you her. Gave me? Everything that we had from her in the previous seasons, I enjoyed. I like that me. she's like, a, even when she's not, her character is so strong. Even when she's not there, she's like this presence yeah and then she comes back and you have her giving me this like you have her chained to a table saying this it was weird as hell it was weird one thing i do want to say about shonda rhyme's monologues mm-hmm. is that cadence annoys me you are a boy <laughs> Sorry. that's, that's but you gotta do that thing. fast talk and then you get oh, slow. I can't with that. I can't with that. It's annoying. And that. then that's the only show where people don't interrupt people. I would have been interrupting somebody's fucking. Uh huh. I would have been interrupted you. Like no, bitch, you wait. I Every have... now and then, no, they don't get to say no, bitch. You, you'll like make a face and they'll flash you like getting ready to breathe in to say something. And she's like, "You will not interrupt me right now as I am explaining to you what I have been through. You don't get the opportunity. You you don't get the chance to interrupt me as I am saying. Look at you. Look at me." <laughs> Look at me, looking at you, look at me. <laughs> With your wig sitting on your head like that. Did you think about this? I thought about my entire outfit. <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? Nothing. 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 I am in charge here. <laughs> They're all ridiculous. Yeah, I kind of live They're for the so ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm sick of Olivia's monologues. I don't need another one of those ever. But I could listen to Papa Pope all day. I could listen to him all day because yeah. all of his things is like black power oh, speeches. They're fucking so I'll be into yo. them. Like I love them. He is an amazing actor. Oh, he's. Great. I need him to get all the awards. Like I don't understand. Like Joe he Morton, I think his name does the damn thing. Yeah, he does. Like I only really know him closely as being Byron. Mm-hmm. But he is doing this Even shit. Even Byron, he was epic. No, his Byron was yeah. good, but yeah, this Papa fucking Pope, right? Yo, like I know mm-hmm. men like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I know black men like that. Can we talk about how I text my sister? Well, <laughs> every time him and Olivia are having dinner, I text my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I need to because, hear the explanation. Uh, unfortunately, the dynamic of Papa Pope and Olivia 
at their worst yeah, is me and my dad. dad. Yeah, it's really fucking sick, yo. <laughs> Down to the fucking dinner. That thing okay? is crazy. That relationship is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, it should not be relatable to anyone. And it is like, yo, it is like the fucking, I'm like, I had a mom. Like, my mom is not a terrorist. I don't know why me and my dad <laughs> have the same <laughs> dynamic, yo. I met her mom. I met Jay's mom. She's, in fact, not a terrorist. Not a terrorist, yo. She's, like, a really nice lady. Yeah, it's not that you, um, I get what you say. It's not that you have to. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I have this dynamic with my dad. It's weird. Know. But, yes, we have had dinners like that. The Yo, Papa Pope and Olivia's dinners have ended more amicable than the public dinners I've had with my dad. Every time I watch their dinners, I'm just like, because I don't have, like me and my dad, we don't speak. We haven't spoken years, Mm -hmm. but I'm like that. If we're not speaking, we're not speaking. Like, I don't know how to be in spaces with someone where I have that kind of Mm -hmm. volatile energy. And then I eat with you. So every (laughs) time. Like, I don't. Right. Like, for the first time last week, me and my best friend were having, like, a little, like, spit, like, a little, um, like, argument. Mm-hmm. And we, like, went to eat to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't do shit like that. Right, I right, felt right. like I was a housewife of Atlanta. Yeah. And this is not what I fucking do. But very... I love her. So it was like, I'm going to be going to talk it out. Right. But that's not what I do. I'll be like, you're not fucking with me. Bye. So mm-hmm. I don't know those mm-hmm. spaces. So when I watch yep. that, I'm always hugely uncomfortable. Because yep. it's like... Why are you there? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how to do that. The last time we had one of those epic dinners, and then we were at. I know, I think I was texting you, and yeah. you were like, yeah. I'm being abused right now. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> but then at Thanksgiving, he was like, Oh, I forgot to ask you, how was the fish? I was, me and my sister looked at each other. We, I was like, okay, it was all right. And then me and my sister were like feverishly texting one another. I was like, How was the fucking fish? <laughs> I couldn't taste anything I was swallowing <laughs> because we were in a heated argument over nothing. All I tasted was tears, my nigga. Okay? How was the fish? So I watched Papa Pope and Olivia and I text my sister like, yo, how was the fish? <laughs> how was the fish? Oh, oh my goodness. Luckily, her and my dad don't have the same dynamic, yo. Just just me and him. It's crazy. <laughs> It is correct. It is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting when you text your friend and she's like, I'm being abused right now. Yo. And I'm like, where are you at? <laughs> Dinner with my dad. I'm like, what the? <laughs> it was really, really nuts. And you would think that we were down at the Piggly Wiggly. We were at like Roots Chris, like showing our black asses. I would say that's light skin privilege. Because if we were any shade darker, <laughs> we would have been escorted out of there. Guaranteed. Okay? But they assumed he was Italian and I was his black girlfriend. So I guess they let us stay. But oh we showed our that's asses hilarious. that night, yo. We showed our asses that night. Anyway, hopefully none of y'all know him. Because... <laughs> <laughs> moving on yeah yeah want to get into news it's not yes news. let's move on please <laughs> let's, let's do that. that where don lemon is considered a respectable news anchor in a world where people respect don lemon queen and jay bring you news that's not news news that should be news but it ain't news because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news. Um, so this news that's not news news that is not news story is um 
not very long, but I wanted to make sure I said this on the show. Um, I got this story from the SmithsonianMag.com. Um, in the African-American Museum of African History and Culture that is right now in D.C. that nice. is popping that I have yet to get the ticket to it's because hard to get a it's ticket. Hard. hard to get a so ticket. So if you want to bless us with some tickets, that would be nice. Yeah, we would love that. Um, there was a noose found in one of the exhibits. Mm, smells like a Tuesday. <laughs> Probably was a Tuesday. Right. I think it was a Wednesday this yeah, happened. Yeah. It was a noose found. Um, this was reported that this is the second noose found in the museum. Um, this recent noose was found in the um, exhibit on segregation. Um, just a noose just on the floor. It was, it was it hanging or was like... Um, this one was on the floor. I believe the first one they found was like hanging somewhere. Okay. Not like on... Um, they didn't describe it like it was hanging on something, but it was... Um, they didn't specify what it was hanging on, right. but it was hanging. This the second one was found like just in the exhibit, mm-hmm. like just on the floor. Wow! While people were around the exhibit. So this is either like an employee, the janitor. Wait, I have to think of this like Scooby Doo. Okay. It was a janitor the whole time. It was either like it's either an employee, the janitor, or some motherfucker is actually like waiting online All I early say, in the morning that's what I'm or saying. making a reservation. Those to tickets do are this, hard yo. to get. One. Then you could you can get one the day of, but you have to stand in this long ass line to yeah. get it. Do you like? First of all, can you give that's that dedication. ticket to me? That's one. No, that's dedication. That's one. Get a ticket to somebody. Terrorists be dedicated to their terrorism. It's though. like, but you know that museum got cameras. Oh, so what happened? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know that museum is fine. No her? one has been um, or her, whoever the person. No was? one has. No one has been arrested. No one has found him, her, they. No one has found wow. them. But you know, there's cameras in there. Mm-hmm. Like, like it just shows the extent of which. So maybe we don't need tickets. Maybe we just do whatever you want over there. <laughs> we just show up. Show up the show. I don't know. It's just crazy. And then it's because I'm not, I only know of this story because someone retweeted it Mm -hmm. from the Smithsonian's um, page. Like, where has this been said? Mm -hmm. Um, I saw it on your page. I was like, oh, it's Tuesday, girl. Yeah, I posted it on there because it was like, where else, how else are people going to know this is happening? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. Um, But yeah, these are, these are, these are, hate crimes or small acts of terrorism on black people in this country mm-hmm. once again and no one gives a fuck it's not an issue right. it's just a minor case like i don't don't care even if you think someone is just doing some stupid prank no that's this is serious shit no, like that's the not, news yeah that's not funny the news that's not, is that's not light like that's representative of torture it's representative of hate crimes and of we murder. know what you when you see a news in the usa and you see a news People of many races have gotten hung here. But mm-hmm. when you see a noose, mm-hmm. that is how this is hugely connected to the thousands and thousands and thousands of black people that have been hung in the name of white mm-hmm. supremacy in this country. Yep. That is not some light Children, shit. Children, grandmas, mothers, brothers, dads. Everybody. Yep. Like, probably hang the dog because it's black. Like, the fucking family dog, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's not some you can't, shit. You can't look a, a black family dog news. in the mouth after they've yeah. been with a black family. Yeah. It's not just the news. You kill the dog. Yeah. It's not just the news. And it's in the AA Museum. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Right. So, um, I wanted to, you know, say it on the show. Mm-hmm. Make it news. Um, tell a friend. 
This is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Get your shit together, noose person. And museum, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. This person could be found. I'm sure, like, they're, this is a museum. Mm-hmm. You fucking stand too close to anything in a museum. Right. Security jumps up and is like, hey, don't don't touch that. Right, they be popping don't stand up out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. you know I like to be touching stuff. You do, like, all the time. <laughs> I gotta touch it. <laughs> I've been with people and looked at them like, yo, I got to touch this. Get me out of here. I'm going to touch it. I have to touch it. Don't like put me in front of anything like marble, like a statue kind of thing. Anything that looks like smooth or rocky. <laughs> I have to touch everything. It. That's what you're smooth. Unless it's like soft. I don't want to touch a fucking something that looks like it's like a stuffed animal or any fucking shit like that. There's too many fibers. But all I know. Is that you stand too close to anything in a museum. <laughs> you can't help it. Those security guards are on you, though. They are. So Sorry. how does this happen? I don't know. You know, like yeah, it no, just right. ho- shows a huge amount of neglect yeah. towards black people in our spaces. Right. Like, you're there for black American shit. Because mm-hmm. that's what the whole museum is about. Fuck their spaces. Mm-hmm. They could throw a noose on the floor or hang a noose from or whatever. And no one. Like, it's just gross. Mm-hmm. Get it together. Get it together, so guys. Find that person. Because you you know, if someone went in a Jewish museum or a Holocaust museum mm-hmm. and like dropped a, a swastika somewhere, like that person would be right. found. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <sighs> stop. Oh, is it, I'm just, the neglect is annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm annoyed by that. But I'm that's sorry. the news that's not news story. News that's not news. Guess what the year 2017 is what is 2017 it is about? a year that we give black women our money what? yes your money your yes. money for what i don't know but i know we are black women we are black women we produce content we do create and produce content and we would like your money that's right we would like your money so like she said it's 2017 we have a lot of plans for this year and we need your help to build and grow we want to thank everybody who's been donating to our paypal and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes, bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep, go to teawithqueenandjay.com, go to the no- donation button, press it, and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash teawithqj. Yes, money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream, get the money. So. Let's move on to T-Mail. Yes. I want to say that I'm liking this T-Mail stuff. Um, that is when our readers send us emails. Our listeners. And, we don't have readers yet. Oh, I forgot that. I'm mixing up my world. I'm mixing up my world. Unless you read Miss Vixen Magazine. My that's bad. Queen's online magazine. Where can they find Miss Vixen? MixVixenMag.com. Hey. It's the digital destination for women of color. Yes. Is that your tagline? <laughs> no, the tagline oh. is the digital destination um, for black women where you are the standard not the exception yes yes I like that one um too. but um for our listeners who send us letters and they either ask us a question or tell us what this show means to me means to them or just basically give us more black joy and mm-hmm. libations basically mm-hmm. within their letters so we got one all right so this letter is from the homie sean who, as I was looking for this letter, I actually saw that he pledged $6 to our Patreon. Ew. That's a big deal since we're only asking $2, yo. We fucks with you, Sean. We fucks with you. All right. Sean says, hey, Queen. Hey, Jay. Hey, Sean. <laughs> Been hopping around episodes and a few stood out to me. And I just wanted to email and say I appreciate them and what they did for me. 
The one about romantic love really hit home for me. As a black guy, it's hard sometimes to feel that people actually do care about you and your well-being, all of it, not just the part they tolerate. I have a small, tight group of friends that I feel do care. Sometimes, though, it does get lonely. It also reminded me to do better and be better at cultivating those relationships I do have because relationships, platonic or otherwise, should be an exchange, not just a giver and taker. Which goes into the, quote, when to cut people out aspect that both of you and TK discussed. Sidebar, I love when TK hops on with her views. I had a friend from college that for a time was considered my best friend. We had a few falling outs over the years and one last summer was basically the end of it. Very recently, we had a brief conversation and I flat out called his mother the C word. For context, called his mom a cunt, yo. First of all, I love that word. But anyway, um, for context, when she met me, her comments later were, at least he's not ghetto black. And when driving around me and my friends, neighbor queen just looked up. She's alert now. <laughs> I have arisen. <laughs> you awakened. You have awakened, queen. Um, at least he's not ghetto black. And when driving around me and my friend's neighborhood, we shared a house. She said in the car, where are all the blackies? His response to me calling her a cunt. He keeps saying C, but I like to say cunt. So here we are. No, say cunt. I will. She just said blackie. Right? Hello. Cunt. Hello. Being, what, what's this discretion for right? cunt? He's probably being kind to, to us. Because oh. I, I know my sister doesn't like the word cunt. Cut, cut, cut. I know she listens. Yeah, I don't say that word either. <laughs> I know. I love it. Anyway, um, his response to me calling her a cunt was, I don't talk about your mom. First, he never met my mom. So she never said anything <laughs> about him because, two, she's deceased. <laughs> so, no, I would hope. I'm not laughing at her being deceased. Right. No, this is tragic and humorous. Being number two. Of course. Right. Uh, she's deceased. So, no, I would hope you wouldn't talk about someone you never met just out of retort. Anyway, needless to say, that conversation will be the last I have because toxic friendships just aren't worth it. No, they're not. I was also listening to another episode about L. McDelusional and Looney Dunlap. Um, I guess you get those rep, Lena mm-hmm. Dun- Dunham. Yeah. And I don't know if the L. McDelusional, is that supposed to be, uh, no, because he mentions Amy Schumer later. I don't remember. One of those white women have been That tripping. woman who tried to say that Che was talking to him. Oh, there was that. Remember? Oh, yeah, I don't. She's she ain't nobody. But yeah, um, which reminded me of another issue I'm dealing with. I was talking to a friend of mine about why both Dunlap and Schemer. I love that he has reappropriated their names. I'm here for that. Um, why both Dunlap and Schemer are problematic, especially to women of color. And his first response was, "Well, I enjoy the comedy, so I can look past it." When further pressed on the issue, his default was, well, it's not as bad as Obama doing strikes in the Middle East. I pretty much lost my shit and sorry in advance if it sends you all into a rage. I'm working on an email now explaining to him why in detail that was problematic as fuck and I won't accept it or anything like it ever again. What I'm getting from all this is that I need more black friends, whether they are LGBTQ or straight. That's a whole nother box of shit, though, and I feel that I've taken enough of your time. Thanks for reading, and thanks for taking the time each week to record and edit your show. I listen on the daily just to help me navigate in this current space and stay in some kind of control. P.S. P.S. I appreciate you both, but please, it's pronounced GIF, not JIF like the peanut butter. Just drop the T off gift, and you're good. It makes me understand why Queen gets upset when Jay says backslash. Ha ha ha. Much love and power, Sean. 
Thank you, Sean. And I will consider saying GIF instead of GIF, even though I really don't like that. I say both, so doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, Zoilo got on me about that. Cons is saying what? Cons is saying the word it's is GIF, GIF, but, but a, lot of, a lot of people, people say, say GIF. it because phonetically it is a G. So yeah. that's why I take both of them. I've heard some good arguments. I've heard some good arguments for why I should be pronounced GIF. Um, I am more comfortable. My mouth prefers to say GIF. I say both. And then I'm very on fuck English. It has stupid rules anyway. No, I agree with that. You use the J or the G. Like, I, I know what you're that. talking about either way. I agree way. with that. I was hanging out with Zoilo and he looked at me like I had. Who says GIF cons? Oh, shit. Cons is back here. He said the guy who created it says GIF, so he calls it GIF. I don't have the data or the intel on that. That's probably that because it is. It's a GIF. But if you say if you say GIF, I'm not gonna be like it's a GIF. And if you say GIF, I'm not gonna say it's a GIF. Like I know what you're talking about. I said GIF and Zoilo's head almost exploded. One of our listeners. So I mean, that's two of my favorite listeners. Maybe I'll consider saying GIF. I really like GIF, like the peanut butter, as you said. And if we want to get proper, Sean, you said just drop the T of GIF, and what you meant was off gift. So how about that? Ah, There's some semantics for you. Get Brother. your spelling and grammar checked, <laughs> Sean. So anyway, thank you for that. Thank you for that email. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. He didn't um, ask us a question, did he? I can't remember. No, he did not okay. ask a question. Uh, he was kind of just saying that he realized that he needs to create safer spaces for himself. Okay, that's good. Um, and have more black friends. And I like that a lot of our listeners uh, come to us and see us as a safe space. Yeah, So we appreciate really cool. that. I, and yeah. Um, yeah, yo, thanks for telling us. It makes me feel good. This is a safe space for, for us as well. So we and like that. And it is okay for you to say cunt here. It is okay for that. And you can say cunt, yo. You can say cunt. You can say cunt. You can put it in an email. You can spell out the whole word. The whole You know we're going to get a lot of hate word. mail now calling us cunts. No, we're not. All right. <laughs> we never even got hate our next one star review be, you say cunt you, or, or to the cunts <laughs> anyway what else we got so do you want to get into the pit Anyhow, let's do the pit All right. everybody strap in we're about to open some fucking windows the new triple x has got to be more dangerous deadlier more attitude who the fuck is this asshole say what again say what again I dare you I double dare you motherfucker say what so my pit is for what's that white man's name? Bill Maher. Bill Maher. See, yes. Oh, what is it? Is real time with Bill Maher? Yes. Um, yeah. whom I've always thought was like, I don't trust white men. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt like he was one of us, or like he was like like you know mm-hmm. those feelings that people get about maybe a white liberal um person, yeah, um that they're an ally or that they understand mm-hmm. our thing. I don't trust white men, so I never felt that way about him. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I seen um I mo- I seen this reaction on Twitter. I didn't see it on my other social media outlets, but when I see people reacting to him doing something, I didn't know what it was yet. But I was like, he's a piece of shit white man. Like right. I don't understand. Was there something that um, made you feel like that before what's been happening recently? Um no, I've just been raised not to trust white men. <laughs> Yeah, I know I'm, well, I was raised in the Nation of Islam. Right, right, right. Like, I, I will say, I, I will don't, say. I, I have a very huge trust. And um, as you listen to the show, you'll see of um, 
trusting white people in black spaces. I just mm-hmm. do. I well, just, he's he's. I will say that he like, has never uh, found himself in a black space yeah, except for when he is dating, dating black, black women. women. But I just mean in general. Like I don't even like I don't. This is um sur- superficial and surface, but I like yeah. Like people love Joseph Timberlake, and I was like, ah. Eh. Like I'm just weird mm-hmm. with with white people in our spaces i'm just like that mm-hmm. i've just i have this weird trust issue with right that. i actually so even him. if you say things that sound like very linear to me and like parallel to what i believe i still be like okay yeah. i'm just be waiting i'll right, be right, waiting right. i've been following him since before whatever that fucking show that he used to have on um like primetime yeah i remember that whatever. one yeah so i would watch it but he would still even though i guess he was saying stuff that was supposed to be liberal it was very it was very clearly culturally different from me in a way that I found toxic sometimes. I felt like the way that he would communicate with people and guests I wasn't vibing with. And I was a lot younger, so even my uh-huh. grasp to fully understand the context of what was happening wasn't fully there. But I just knew, I was like, I'm not really here for these vibes. Um, and then when he started doing real time, I enjoyed it. I found it comical. And I also say that it was it was existing in a time when we didn't have Melissa Harris Perry. We didn't yeah, yeah. have um, I would those watch it. communal conversations mm-hmm. of like uh, it, it would, there would be like diverse panels and shit like that. It just there was little other space for that. Yeah, and social so media that wasn't was why I would watch it was to right. see the other people. Mostly, right. So like, social media wasn't yeah. filling that void. So, you know, so I, he had a large a large following, but. Um, he has been what I would call, yeah, a, a white liberal, probably um, often overtly like racist. And even though he is wildly racist, against, he's, it's, it's, he's, ag- he's Islamophobic, phobic, even though right. he is against religion, he is mad religious about that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm mad, saying? Yeah, the way that he goes yeah. about being anti-religion is mad religious, which I like I get um a lot of his points on it but the way that he goes about it i find to be uh, a little bit re- repulsive at times i just see in that. a religious way because all religion to me is like a white yeah. man talking and i'm like i don't trust well, then you. That. um so on his on his friday show i believe that's a live show he had an exchange with the guest i don't remember who the guest was it was another white man who cares mm-hmm. and um he they had a back like a banter, and then he happens to say, "Well, I'm a house nigger or something like that." So Twitter was he angry. Said, is that the quote? "I'm a house nigger." Yeah. Okay. Um. So everyone was upset. I'm t- everyone. I mean Twitter because that's where I got these disinformation mm-hmm. from. Was upset that he referred to himself as a house nigger. First of all, you're a white man. Mm-hmm. Can never be a house nigger. Second right. of all, you're that's a white not how that man. That's not how any of this works at all. Second of all, you're a white man. Why are you saying nigger? Mm-hmm. Um on national tv casually like it's like cool and fine or whatever Mm -hmm. so everyone's angry you know people are expressing their anger towards that um then other conversations come out i believe killer mike is like we got bigger things to worry about than white people saying nigger why's your money not in the black bank (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so like a lot of conversations are coming out of it fine whatever that's not even my beef. Mm-hmm. I expect, honestly, not even expect. I'm never, I just feel like all white people have say nigger. Like, it's right. just like, like, okay, whatever. So that wasn't my issue. My I was issue. at, yeah, like I said, I was at Gov Ball, the Wu-Tang concert. And the ones around me, they definitely said it. I was having too much fun to notice until I looked back at my footage later. It's like, oh, they're throwing the N-word around. Um, Great. And my mind, you've all said nigger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, that's just mm-hmm. how I see it. So um, that happens. And then he issues an apology. Oh, there was an apology. And the apology is my issue. Oh, the apology the is one of those apology apologies? That's not an apology? It's my beef. Oh, wow. My His apology is why he fucking goes in a pit. Mm-hmm. So this is his, a snippet of his apology. I love a bad apology. Friday nights are always my worst night of sleep because I am up reflecting on the things I should oh. or shouldn't have said on my live show. So it's about him. Last night was a particularly long night as I regret the word I used in the banter of a live moment. The word was offensive and I regret saying it and I am very sorry. That's it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, first of all, here's the problem, right? Why aren't you one of those white people that has it in your mental Rolodex that you don't say that shit? That's the problem. The problem is... The fact that it slipped out like that, you say that. You say it. You You say say it. it. And I'm sure you say that around your black friends and they don't fucking check you. So you think it is okay for you to call yourself a house nigga. No, it is fucking not. It's not okay. Like, what the fuck? It's not okay. Yo, we're not family. And then this 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 sorry excuse of apology lets me know that. You know what I'm saying? And the centering, yo, you know what I love about bad apologies? When a motherfucker centers themselves and like their lack of sleep, what they were going through. I never knew that. Their feelings. But that's how white supremacy works because of lack of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's how this that's how this happens. Don't blame your fucking um racism on you not having enough sleep yeah. or taking a nap yeah. i wish i motherfucking would say that my bad actions can be fucking like i can negate my bad actions because i didn't get enough sleep mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. are you serious yeah. the fuck because yeah. you needed an extra nap you said just you didn't get that nap you needed you said nigger mm-hmm. like, <laughs> 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 wait what like, so you know? basically you were so tired you just said the stuff that you say when you're tired like, I yeah, never like, when I'm sleepy. When I'm tired, I, I don't generally nigga. use hate speech. Me neither. You know, because I'm I tired. Like no. that's what the, the laziness that he used to apologize. Here's the other thing. That's right. why he goes in the pit. Here's the other thing. Right? Nobody is perfect. People are fucking stupid, and they do really ridiculous things. Right? Had he come and said, "That is a word that, though I have never meant any malicious intent." I have used in the past and it's not something that I should ever say and that I should ever use in jest. And, and I've learned from this that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm never going to use it again. You know what I'm saying? Like some shit like that. You're like, talking about a white man, I know. a white cis man, I know. a white cis straight man I know. who like isms don't affect him. Why would he care, Why would he care to much? say those things? Right. Why would he care to say the word nigger is not a word that a white person should use? Mm-hmm. That's like the own, like they're so annoyed because you know white people want everything and they want to own everything. Mm-hmm. Like they want the rights to that word. Yeah. Like why? Because they have to have it. Like why? They have to have it's it. It's fucking ridiculous. You can't tell them no. You can't tell that, you know, and that's the only reason why they no. care to say the word niggers because yeah. we're saying no, you can't. Like, that's the only reason they care. What do you mean? I can't do something. What? You're telling me my free speech? Huh? <laughs> I can't use that shit to slur you. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. He goes in a pit. Don't be. Just stop being lazy. That's the thing too. Like 
And I guess it's because of him being in media and him wanting to keep his job or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yo, if you're going to say that shit, say that shit. Mm-hmm. And then be like, well, I didn't think it was something wrong with it. Like, mm-hmm. don't do that sorry ass excuse of an right. apology right. if you're not really going to do that shit. Like, I don't understand that. It makes mm-hmm. no sense to me. Like, I deserve better. Mm-hmm. I didn't even care that he said nigger. Like, I saw why people was angry and it was like, hey, they can be angry if they want. I wasn't angry because all y'all say niggers. That's just how mm-hmm. I see it. Um, but don't come with that. Yeah, you sound like an abusive weird. boyfriend. Well, he doesn't. He gets on his show every week with the wild. I don't like the term again. I don't like anything that ends in fucking phobia when we're talking about hatred. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I don't so like, I don't like the term Islamophobia, but for lack of, I guess, a better way to say it, I guess. I don't, I, we'll work on yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. That's the word that people generate because I don't like, yeah, I don't. It's I not think a we, fucking I think we phobia. Spoke about that before yeah, we have. It's not a phobia, it's hate, right? So when he, every week with the Muslim hate, every fucking week, yeah, he does that shit. You know what I'm saying? That. This is not, every week with the Muslim hate, every week Kiki and he'll find some new fucking uh, white racist to Kiki with or whatever in, 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 uh, hopes allegedly of having the conversation or exposing them that's the or thing doing too is he's one of those let's start a conversation motherfuckers right. and i hate y'all mm-hmm. like because y'all don't do anything mm-hmm. um you won't even be connected to what the conversation is about right. but because you want to converse like mm-hmm. like i don't know he's just annoying superhead warned us <laughs> she told us all superhead but we don't listen us. to her like we should i'll be listening to her mm-hmm. superhead told us Wayne Brady wanted to fight him. There's a video of Wayne Brady talking about how he wanted to fight him and all this shit. I'm sorry. What? Maybe we'll play it as our closing. But oh, yeah. they're <laughs> making a note. I'm looking at the bottom of my pen like they did right? in the old school to make a Wayne note Brady this. already addressed how he, how um, Bill Marth, I guess, was talking about how he's not, uh, Wayne Brady's not black enough. And he's like, but I'm oh, black. Oh, he does shit like that too. Yeah. He does. He speaks with authority. Like, because he thinks he black. No yeah, black. So, yeah, Bill. You think you have a past. The fact of the matter is, if it came down to it, what I said to him was, oh, so then if it takes the black man in your mind, as liberal as Bill is, and he, oh, no, peace peace and love, the black dude in his mind is the stereotypical, you know, yeah, what? Yeah, you know, that, that dude. Right. That guy exists, but that's not the range of the black experience. But let's say that that's the black dude. So then when I meet you, when I talk to you again, I'll give you that black dude. And I will beat your ass in public. <laughs> and that's what I said. Right. And then he thinks black is only one thing. Right. Superhead. Yeah. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, he Why goes in the pit. Why does she date Bill Maher? Because he's rich. Oh. She's, hun- she's superhead. Yeah, but no. I don't know. Bill Maher? Because he's rich. I'm thinking about what his penis looks like. And superhead I just can't. Superhead. Right? It's secure in the bag. Okay, she is secure in the secure bag. In the bag. She is secure in the bag. Like right, <laughs> right. She was doing her book. She did mention like she had a book thing happening at that time, and she, she had a lot of things. Going this on. is like yeah, a lot of stuff she was doing before right, was so right, easy right. to just like post it on Instagram or tweet it or whatever. You kind of had to be like seen on the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so people forget about you if you're not like standing next to Bill Maher. Right. You know what I mean? Like Dang, that was that time. Shit. Fuck. Now she could just put something on Instagram and just say whatever and stir the pot. Right, you know what I mean? It's right, a different time. Right. It's a different time. Well, I'm glad that she don't got to do shit like that anymore. <laughs> the, I mean, whoa. Yeah. I'm just picturing that naked. 
you know, I'm not here to body shame, but you know, mm. maybe for a hot second. He said he said nigger, so we can do <laughs> we can body shame. Yeah, yeah. Grandma. I'm just thinking about like his translucent body. He looks like a lab rat, probably. Oh yeah. Or like one of those oh, I'm just thinking about like him, like you know how when like a hamster gives birth and them babies yes, are still see-through. Yes. Oh, you can see the veins and not shit. Not on my watch, yo. Mm. Get out of my Get house with me. that. Get I out of my bed. I don't know. No. No. Or like a skinned cat. Ooh. <gasps> I don't mind the hairless cats. Though. No, I have a picture of a skinned cat. I'm going to show you. Oh, I've just pictured man. it. It looks really bad. What do you mean a skinned cat? Like hairless? Yeah. When I think skinned. Well, I've dissected a hairless cat before. Okay. And um, it didn't look cute. So, oh, man. Yeah, in anatomy and physiology. And, um, do, why did you have to do a hairless one? Because we had to see, like, the muscles and right. stuff. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> we can't do that with hair on it. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. I'm thinking about dick and cats and all kinds of I will so many say things. that the go. cat arm did look like a chicken wing without the, 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 the oh, little piece. Right, right, right. The way, because, right, 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 yeah, right. I was like, wow, let me tell you something. Like I ate some chicken wings one time from one of these Chinese spots in the boogie, and I know that shit was cat. It's no way. <laughs> it is no way. I'm like, this wing is too fucking long. It, <laughs> this ain't turkey. This is a fucking cat, yo. Did you enjoy it? It was delicious. Okay, yeah. so that's all that matters. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't sweat it too much, really. Yeah, I, I know you didn't. I'm pretty sure I ordered from them again. I'm sure. So We all do. We say that they're making cats and we go to the Chinese restaurant <laughs> every week. I don't understand why we do it, but we do it. As long as you season that cat good enough. I don't eat chicken or cat anymore, so <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I but. still eat chicken. Haven't eaten cat in, you know, I don't know how long. Okay. Yeah. Or do you know, though? Oh, I don't I haven't eaten. Oh, Chinese food in yeah. a while. Okay. In, a, in a while. That's cool. But um, I think we did a show. We did do a show. We forgot to mention Juneteenth. We sure did because we're crazy. Yeah. And yeah, we wrote we it down. We wrote it fucking down, yo. We only do a podcast every week. Every fucking week. <laughs> Juneteenth, yo. We are celebrating Juneteenth once again. We do this shit every year. Yes. We are having our second annual Juneteenth kickback. Um, that's going to be on Saturday, June 17th, 4 p.m. at Vaughn. That's at 3 Bleecker. Come through. There is an RSVP link in the show notes. Yes. We will be having drinks. We will be listening to music. We will possibly be engaging in mosh pitting situations. There may possibly be a kid and play kick um contest thingy. That may happen. It's going to be a good time. The homie DJ Benjamin will be there spinning the good music. And it's going to be fun. Let as fuck. I'm excited. Can't so please make sure you RSVP. Yeah, those um, are kind of going fast. Yeah. So if you want to be there, yeah, please RSVP. Please RSVP. We want to be able to see everybody that we love in the building. So get your RSVP in now so that you are not not in the building, right? Yeah, I thought to quote Chris Brown, but then I can't remember it. Okay, three ninety nine. <laughs> the event is three ninety nine with RSVP. So again, make sure you do that. Yes. What else? Um, be sure to follow our social medias. Um, we are at T with Queen J, T 
Tea with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we are also on Facebook and Tumblr. That's Tea with Queen and J. You search that and then you like or follow us on either of those social media platforms. Mm-hmm. We love when you send us tea mail. Um, you can do that by emailing us at Tea with Queen and J at gmail.com. Yep. What else we be doing? Uh, Well, you can follow our personals. I'm at Janicia F, J A N I C I A F on Twitter and Instagram. I don't really snap. Um, but every now and then I'll post an Insta story. So if you like a Snapchat person, I guess you could fuck with me on Instagram if you feel like it. Yeah, I don't snap at all because I don't understand why that exists anymore. Mm. Um, I am. We still uh, got Snapchat and Vine is gone. You know, I'm still annoyed at that. Anyway, go ahead. I know I heard it in your voice. Oh. It fluctuated. I, um, I really miss Vine. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter um, at. The Queen Speaks with an underscore on both of those things. I do do Insta, sto- Insta stories. I don't do Snapchat. Okay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Bye. Um, Anything else? Anything else? No, I think that that is it. Tip your bartender. Black Lives Matter. Stop um, killing trans women. Stop killing trans women. Say her name. Disability to white. Uh, don't touch anybody's hair, yo, without oh, fucking permission. <laughs> oh my fucking goodness! <laughs> you had the whole episode. Okay, really quick, lavation. I can't remember the person on um on Twitter, but this girl posted like, "Ooh, I got this new wig," and then in the thread of her new wig, uh-huh. it's just mad black women coming together, sharing wig tips, sharing sites where they got wigs. Ooh. Ooh, um, I, I, tweet, I put it on yeah, our Twitter. I saw that, um, but I didn't know it was all that tips, info They're like showing their wigs. Like I got this here. It was only nine ninety nine. It's yeah. like a long ass thread of like black women coming together to talk about wigs, and I loved it. And it brought me joy. Great. So libations to that whole thread. I fucking loved it. All right. Okay. I might look. I saw like the first few, and then I was like, I'll look at it later. This looks fun. But okay, yeah, I tagged a couple. Of, I tagged a couple because I was like, Oh, that wig is cute. Mm. I like that. Yeah. So, yes, wigs okay. matter. Yo, wigs do matter, yo. I'm having some really bad hair luck this season, <laughs> yo. Every, every, yo, me and my wig lady had a falling out. The fucking, like, the faux locks I wanted to get didn't work out. Yeah. I ordered fucking hair. They sent my hair one bag short. It's not even the color <laughs> I was trying to get. Like, damn. that's the real, like, my hair relationship, that's the one that's supposed to be right all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the one I have control over. I thought... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway. Crazy. Um, what else? That's it. Okay. Love you guys. Good Peace. Day. What's up with you? Oh. Who you're gonna trust? <laughs> you can trust me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what conscious is saying. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. I'm gonna do it. You know, it takes me a lot for me to trust people because bad things happen to me. I have to ask a motherfucker shit like four times in different ways just so I know mm. I have clearly asked the question. That's okay. all. That is all. Yeah. We have conscious. So, like we said, we're recording at Bonfire Radio Studios. Yes, we are. We have conscious on the board today. Doing a damn thing. Doing a thing. (laughs) Those are some dramatic ass sneezes. The fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I remember this girl in my elementary school would sneeze like that, but I thought she did it for attention for the boys. Look, I was in second grade. I didn't I know. know I was. Be- I was no. I, I was know. doing misogyny That's why yet. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious, yo. 
But now I know. Yeah, yeah. She was just sneezing. <laughs> I remember in first grade, speaking of like shit that you didn't know, in first grade when I was learning more about um, AAVE mm-hmm. and we would, I was on the computer with this girl, we supposed to be doing stuff and I did something and she was like, all right, it's my go. I was like, what does that mean? My mind was like, <laughs> with the calculations, it's my go. What does that, what do you, what do you mean? I didn't say that to her, but in my mind I was like, it's a language difference here. I don't know what she's saying. But anyway. Oh, I would have been like, yeah, girl, sure. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. 